That's how it starts. The fever, the rage, the feeling of powerlessness that turns good men cruel. Welcome, I'm Andrew Dice. And I am Stephen Colbert. And this is Batman v Superman by the Minute, a podcast rewatching Batman v Superman by the Minute. We've arrived at minute 128. In a beautiful mirroring of the previous minute, Superman has caught the attacking leg of Batman. And while he didn't have a cool, uh, you know, quiver inducing line to spout, he <laughs> did just huck him through a wall. <laughs> yeah, just straight up. I think they call it a. I guess we already said that they he got yeeted, but it's he's getting yeeted again. Batman smashes into the wall, down into a heap, and then we return to Superman to see what comes next as we enter minute one twenty eight. Let's just say the previous minute went Batman's way. I think this next minute is going to be where the fight really becomes a fight. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's like they're they've they're obviously getting into it now, but there's been an element of kind of squaring off of Batman, kind of teasing him at the beginning to kind of coax him into the attack, and then the Kryptonite came into play, and now they're both in a oh, I'm just gonna go for it. Mode. We're both giving and taking here. Yeah, yeah, and I guess at this point, like they're no longer circling; they're they're engaged. Yeah, and I think we can assume that. Both being emotionally and mentally rattled, but also having a bit of the kryptonite effects because Superman has at least been nerfed somewhat. Mm -hmm. Like to the level of an armored Batman, maybe in this moment. It isn't like, um, you know, we had Superman realizing, oh, the kryptonite's wearing off. But I think this now, the minute kind of sets that the effects have started to wear off. Like you said, an even footing. This minute begins with Superman, you know, looking looking through the wall that Batman <laughs> has just hurled, you know, been hurled through, and then starting off at a run through it. Not necessarily Superman like, but a heavy linebacker building up speed, running through the wall to throw a tackle as Batman does the exact same. But we need to talk about this Ontario hole. Yes. It's a weird looking hole that is weird looking for a reason. Can you explain? This is an Easter egg. Yeah. So it's the, the shape of, I mean, why you're the Canadian, but <laughs> it's, it's the, uh, the shape of Ontario, Canada, where, uh, Joe Schuster is from. Yeah. Uh, and so it is a, a reference to Superman's origins. Uh, so it's cool that you get this shot of him from behind standing up in front of the hole also to kind of accentuate that. Yeah, looking back, as this is obviously the story that Joe Schuster always imagined. Oh, yes. But yeah, Joe Schuster, a beloved Canadian uh, immigrant to the United States. The Toronto Star newspaper was the you know basis of the Daily Star, which was his first newspaper. All that good stuff. The, the visual artist of Truth, Justice, and the American Way was a Canadian. Who knew? <laughs> but Cleveland also gets to, gets to share him, so that's fine. But yeah. I think this was someone pointed out and said, hey, this kind of looks like, like Ontario, which 
it doesn't look exactly like Ontario, but if it looked exactly like Ontario, it would freaking look exactly like Ontario. Like Ontario is distinct enough that this is clearly reminiscent of the shape. Yeah, it looks enough like Ontario that it couldn't be an accident. Like yes. it looks like they made it like they like it looks like they tried to make it not look like Ontario a little it bit. It would just be a map. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you could pick out the cities, but no sooner has this been established in the wall than, as I said, Superman gets his run going and in like a, the testosterone is, is flowing. Now these guys are just wanting to hurt each other. Yeah. Well, and I, I will say too, getting into this minute, the, the something changed a little bit and uh, notice the, the, the frequency that we're getting these close-ups of the faces. Uh, for for both of them, but it starts more heavy with with Superman here. We've got a lot of both of them, or uh, just like looking straight into yeah. the camera, and that's that's something that's going to continue a little bit here. And I think that's a kind of a key point about where we're at in in the fight. Is that there's a there's a far more the their 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 true faces are being revealed. You could say maybe. Yeah, one thing I wanted to call out here also is that. There's a cool thing that's that starts in this minute and it continues is and you only notice this by going frame by frame. There are repeated, you know, for lack of a better term, impact moments mm-hmm. where it isn't a case. You know, it's not like Commando where he blows up the guard tower and then it shows the same guard tower blowing <laughs> up like eight times. But but it isn't seamless either where. We watch, you know, Superman run, Batman run, and then we get the side-on shot again of them colliding. Mm-hmm. But then the camera switches in on an angle and closer to to follow Batman as he, you know, kind of gives as good as he got and grabs Superman and redirects him around, slammed into the wall. But we get that impact and then cut to another angle and then replay the impact from a few frames before. Yeah. This is the first one. It happens again later, and we can talk about that when it comes. But but I think it's a it's a neat level of both you know just movie making and cinematography and like action choreography and editing and visual effects where you flat out do not notice it watching at full speed. Yeah. Well, and add to add to that list sound design. Totally. I mean, the, the impact is you wouldn't get a double impact because it's so part of yeah. the, the score too right now. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, the score is just going insane here, but you've also got like the, there's an intense, the, the, the Foley that they're using where obviously like the cracking of the plaster and all that, like this moment where he's got him pinned against the wall and he starts punching him and the kryptonite wears off the, there's a lot of subtle acting going on with both of them that really sells that. But really, to be completely honest, it's the shift of the the punch, 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 clink that <laughs> Dun, that yeah. m- that really sells that that moment, and it's not so obvious as to as to be like un- obnoxious or kitschy or anything. But it, there, there's a very clear like there's a lot of subtle heavy lifting of of kind of subtle story moments going on with the sound design here. Totally, yeah. I'll go even a step further and say that this is like. Looney Tunes, but with visuals as much as it is sound. It wasn't until like for this podcast that I realized it was the sound of the metal resonating (laughs) in his fist. But it also raises the question of, I get the feeling that when Batman starts punching Superman, he's just kind of letting himself be punched. 
because Superman's never never been in a fight like this. Like he's yeah. never been in a in a just a fist fight, you know, like mm-hmm. um a brawl. So he's getting punched. This is my brain flashing back to Bruce talking to the boxers in the underground ring, right? Where his secret weapon was hey, watch the shots that he's flowing. He's going to open himself up. And then that is every single second of this fight. Oh, is yeah, Bruce yeah, yeah. using that to get ahead? Like every offensive move that Superman tries to throw is checked <laughs> to a point, to the point, <laughs> as much as he can. But, but you get, he throws him into the wall. And then we, maybe I'll get to the Looney Tunes in a second, because th- when he slams him into the wall, you get the plaster breaking off leading up it sets up an interesting visual for anyone who remembers when bruce and clark met in this movie but it is later on it is after the punching so sticking with the punching it feels like clark is kind of allowing himself to get punched because he's just getting rocked and then slowly as he starts realizing that he he, he's not being hurt i guess maybe or he just gets his head in the actual fight that he's in you're talking about the sound, the lightning strikes with this with this bombastic music. the The lightning strikes as he punches him, strikes as he punches him. Then he punches him, and it's not as effective. Then he punches him, and it isn't effective. And the lightning strikes, <laughs> and then he punches him, and it stops. And then it cuts to Superman's face, and you get the lightning strike. It's almost like if you imagine a Looney Tunes fight where they're doing orchestra hits with every punch. It yeah. goes from being ba ba to ba. Oh, it's bah, it's like, like the, the rabbit of, of Seville. Totally, <laughs> yeah. And it's it makes a joke out of him and punctuates that so so well. Like ba 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 ba. No, bah. I think that's a that's a great point about about the level of and I mean and you say you say Looney Tunes, but also it's 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 funny as it plays on both levels because Looney Tunes itself is operatic. Yeah, right. Oh, totally. Yeah, an old old vaudeville. Yeah. What we're talking about here is we're we're talking about two totally different like mediums and storytelling types, but they're all they're playing with the same tropes and and the same the same toolbox of this operatic light and sound and 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 there's a dance right and totally. and and it's all of all the moments in the movie, it's all going together right now. I mean, like you said. I didn't even realize the lightning until you pointed it out, but you've got the lighting, you've got the sound design, you've got the cinematography, the editing, the VFX. Um, and then, and then Hans Zimmer is just like drums, 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 drums. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like to picture him like on a, on a small stage, just off camera, just like sweating and going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, literally it's just, it's, and then it, and then it stops with that. And he, Superman cocks his head, but it's, it's, and the lightning strike punctuates it and pe- it makes people laugh without realizing how much they've been walked to that laugh. Yeah. And then what I was talking about before, it's in that shot. It's before this, but that shot explicitly of Superman close up is the color scheme is perfectly the same behind him as it was at Lex's party when Bruce and Clark met and he was standing in front of that massive that massive painting that was black and white figures fighting that from a distance just looked like somebody was splattering black against white behind him. Yeah. And we get that behind Superman from the first time that he smashed into the wall, but then it gets more, 
explicit as we get to this moment. And then it's highlighted by the lightning strike that is like a perfect visual cue. Also inverting, Clark there was submissive and Bruce was the one who was quietly brooding. To now we get the inversion where Superman is in the position of power in a physical altercation. And the reverse shot we get is the unforgettable and just perfect on so many levels, Bruce holding up the hand and backing away. <laughs> right. Well, and there's, and, and the further we get into so the fight started and they both would kind of have their, their kind of tit for tat. And not that it wasn't violent or, or trying to cause harm, but there was a level of like kind of checking each other out. You know, Batman would, would shoot his shot off. Then Superman would push him and they, and now they're at this part where like even that smirk and, and Superman's head cocking, it brings you back to Alfred's like, that's how it starts. The fever, the rage that turns Goodman cruel. And you notice the further you get into this fight, the more each of them is like, there's an animalistic, like the sounds they're making. Yep. The faces, yeah, the, gritted I mean, the teeth. growling, they are, they're becoming cruel. This is no longer like there, there's a level of like, this isn't just about like even the fight or anything else that's even going on, the further you get into it, you're getting more and more. It's not an enjoyable fight to, I know we were just saying it's Looney Tunes and it's funny, but like, it's not, it's not a cathartic thing. Well, it goes to, off the rails from there pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And it gets worse than like the, in like the next, the next minutes too. So we'll talk about this more, but I think this is something that like the way the movie was marketed and everything, like the who will win and all that really does a disservice to this moment because this is, this is not, this is, this is sad. Like these guys are, they're, they are the two great heroes, not just like in, in universe Lex is winning here. Yeah. But I mean, this is, this is Batman. I had a Batman birthday party when I was five, you know, like <laughs> this, this is, this is a, he, he's a hero, like for people, like for the audience. And you're just watching them like take this twisted pleasure in inflicting pain. on you. they're not trying to submit. They like Batman will gas him with the grenade, and then he doesn't tie him up. He doesn't incapacitate him. He just in, tries to inflict pain on him. And then Superman takes the beating and then grins at him before shoving him through the floor. Once, like, there, there's a level of tactics that's that's beyond like, oh, this isn't about accomplishing a goal. This is just two people who want to hurt each other. And like you said, Lex is winning. Like, this is not. There's no like cheer moments in this. Yeah. When he said there was a gladiator match, we didn't realize that we would be the audience cheering and being entertained, but then also saying like, this is horrible actually. Yeah. Well, it's an odd, it's an odd twist for Zach. I don't know if I want to say odd, but, but it's a, where you look at something like, like 300, for example, whereas that's, that's a very, the way that that portrays the, the violence and the heroes and everything. When you look at the actual story of what's going on and it's, you know, it's military propaganda and it's brutal cultures and they're like, it's not the way it's being presented. It's presented as this glorious thing. But when you realize like the, the way the Spartans are portrayed and uh, there's, there's a lot of stuff under the surface in that where you're like, Oh wait, the, the portrayal of, of this is this glorious thing. Isn't really quite what the, the, the narrator is suggesting exactly I mean, literally of a one-eyed all, narrator yeah. exactly who is who has a very political and you know explicit mission in how he's framing this exactly and so it's funny that you get that where like those are not particularly heroes being portrayed that way 
And then you get to a movie like, you know, when Watchmen is a whole thing, but then you get to this where you've got the two most iconic heroes in, in comic books. And it's, it's not, it isn't so you know, Zach could dress this up as this exciting flashy thing. Cause he's done it before he's taken things that are not necessarily like violence that is not comfortable and made it look appealing. And he's not making this appealing. He's not making this enjoyable in that way. Yeah. This, and I think the when you say that is there is an ugliness to this in terms of, you know, thematic where they are both just unleashing what they want to, they, they, they've, we've, we've chronicled their turmoil um, and, you know, their frustration with, inability to act yeah up to this point that now they are swinging to hurt not to win they're not in a righteous fight here this is two boys um lashing out at at (laughs) the world being a way they don't want it to be yeah (laughs) and just wailing on each other and of course lex just the, the third who has set this up to do that for his own end for the exact same end but i think that what you're saying there and it continues I'll just say the the head tilt of Superman before turning the fight once again obviously takes place at exactly 30 seconds. But comparing this to something like Captain America Civil War, which came out not long after, they they were comparable. I don't remember the exact time. I blotted out. <laughs> and I will not use this as an opportunity to criticize the Marvel film, but the way that the fights are motivated and the way that they are shot this never crosses a line into isn't this cool to look at isn't this violence against each other cool to visually look at yeah from the sounds they are making to the faces they're making and the way that it is filmed it is brutal more than anything else well and there's no there's no um <laughs> see you had to, you had to be the magnanimous one and say i'm not going to criticize civil war <laughs> so i mean Without without judgment, just a description of what happens in that in the Civil War fight. You know, you've got you've got Hawkeye and Black Widow making jokes to each other about how they're pulling punches. You know, you've got the the or the orange slices jokes from from Ant Man. Yeah, yeah. Like the only actual regrettable violence that happens in that whole scene is really portrayed as an accident, which yeah. then paints the which. Is is a is a you know a dramatic moment, but then it makes you wonder like so what were they doing up until that point? What, what, why was everybody here? It, it, the, the the like the joke about pulling about pulling punches, I think, kind of betrays that whole scene where you're like, oh, what? So there was never any. There wasn't actually a fight. It was just they were kind of going through the motions, and then someone took it too far. Whereas this, yeah. like, I remember seeing this for the first time, and this is the moment where I started to wonder like, wait, is Batman gonna actually? do this yeah and the the thing with the with the marvel version and it's a superheroes you know and action movies in general but specifically with superheroes it's it's a unique case it is conflict for the sake of conflict we, we need conflict to happen right now we need these two to bash against each other where with this the conflict has preceded this the conflict is just these two things were destined to collide. Mm-hmm. This is just a physical manifestation of a larger thematic collision that's happening. Yeah. And I think that what we're saying is the music, the scope of it echoes that where we're watching this and we are not waiting for someone to say something to stop the fight. 
at this point in the fight, it is very evident. Words are not going to be what stops this. We knew that was the case for Batman, but now we know that's the case for Superman. Yeah. That he's starting to not only give as, as good as he gets, but in this moment, rise up into the air. Batman is treating and holding his hand up, and he smashes him through the floor, picks him up off of the ground, and heaves him through a dozen cement bathroom stalls. <laughs> the intent is only to hurt. Yeah. It's, it's brutal to see. I think the thing that also stands out how Superman, <laughs> when they go through the floor, he, he doesn't, the impression of a god is gone. Like he's also getting up from the ground yeah. well, alongside him, right? Like this is just a, they're both they're hurting. in the mud. Yeah. Like they're mud. Like, yeah, it's, th- this is, there is no, um, no prestige <laughs> about what they're doing. There's like gentlemanly about the process. This is not a martial arts fight. He picks him up like a sack of stones and with like a guttural grunt, just heaves him as hard as he can. Yeah. There's no rules of engagement. (laughs) And it is, it stands out to me that the visuals of this are like identical to the Wayne, you know, the, the ruins of Wayne Manor, Mm -hmm. because that is where we are. Like that's where we we have been taken, you know, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a shame that I don't know what the equivalent would be for for Superman here, but I, I said I think I alluded to before that the black and white arches, squares, all of these lines around them speaks to uh, a chess game was the, the one we'd said before, like you could picture Lex looking down on this, but also just like a, a maze, like a labyrinth, visually disorienting the place they're in. Mm-hmm. You know, like if this was in a, a recognizable place, like if this was in a city, you would be looking at the places around them mm-hmm. in this weird way. The environment almost is being shaped by the collision of these two, where it is dark light is incredibly desaturated, but in a, in a way that doesn't proclaim itself i don't know it all just feeds into the theme and the music and the action of what we know is is really going on here and we are at least at this point in the fight there are punctuated moments but it does leave with the feeling you know batman goes through all of the stalls and then just falls on the ground in a heap Mm -hmm. well that's it for the minute obviously but after this moment we're just saying what's next like what is going to break First, because it isn't going to be that this is resolved. Yeah. Well, and and you end also with the 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 cocking of Batman's gas grenade launcher that <laughs> that you know we're we're clearly reaching some sort of uh, you know how much longer can they keep this up? And Superman's powers are back now too, right? So so what you know he's got to get this shot off, and and so. Don't know what happens till the next minute, though, but yeah. Well, Bruce is, um, I'll just say, maybe looking a little bit less sure-fingered <laughs> yeah. than we would expect um, from him. But we, we've seen what happens after he pumps the brakes, uh, you know, literally and metaphorically. But yeah, Superman rising to a knee and looking up. We saw how this <laughs> started the minute. It's funny, that's how the minute literally ends. And so now we say, okay, well, is this going to be just another minute of the exact same fighting that we've seen? Or 
is this lunge going to go a little bit differently <laughs> for Batman? I will also point out in the previous minute, as he was being tackled by Superman, he did attempt to bring the gun up. So even if there wasn't a round in there, you know, points, Bruce, you, you were still trying. Uh, no, no, I mean, I could, I could keep on going, but I think that I should save some of it for the next few minutes. <laughs> this, a lot okay, of this stuff yes. is stuff that continues on. <laughs> well, and minute 128 with Superman hunched down on a knee, arms flexed, fists clenched, looking more like Batman in a, you know, Frank Miller comic book page than Batman does now. Yeah. And we will, uh. Take a brief break before coming back to minute 129. You all know you can find us on Twitter at BVS by the minute. Let us know about our visuals and our Looney Tune comparisons and maybe our ones to Civil War. I love it how we literally in this minute at once, uh, the first half, we're like, this is literally Looney Tunes. It's hilarious. And then the, the second half, we're like, this isn't funny at all. <laughs> this is just super. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that's Zach, though. I mean, that's that Zach is like, it's hilarious. It's not at all funny. Like. <laughs> Isn't it great when these heroes fight each other? Not really. Isn't it cool how not cool this is? Yeah. Well, you can't see me. I'm doing the hunch. Mm, good radio. So you fumble with your microphone and I'll, I'll get my spit curl down. I'll give the people what they want a spit curl, but it's caked with sweat <laughs> and rain and murderous intent. Um... Let's see. Peak, peak, peaky blinders. Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> 